Yeah, you already know what it is. We back again, back again, one more time. Welcome to the Teddy Talks Podcast Show. We in the building, people. Put your hands together, man. We in here. It's your boy here, Teddy R. Belly. Back again. I got my brothers in the building with me. This, this is going to be a very special night. Um, fellas, go ahead and introduce yourself one at a time. All right. Hello, everybody. My name is Cornelius. Um, if you don't know me, I'm I'm Cornelius' other 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 half. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn near twins. So you know, I'm a, I'm excited and I'm really uh, you know just <coughs> glad to be here. Sir, yes, sir. What's up, man? It's Loso. In case you ain't know, so uh, I'm glad to be back again. First episode was classic, you know. So I'm I'm uh, definitely honored to be back for another show with my boy. So here we are. Blessings, blessings. Go ahead, Sensei. <laughs> What's up, everybody? My name is Ralph. Here with my boys. I'm glad to have this conversation. Long overdue. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Most definitely, most definitely. Shout out to Penthouse Studios for hosting us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But um, yes, people. This is a this is part two to a conversation between brothers. Um, we're gonna dive into some interesting topics, people, and just really catch a vibe and have some real introspective talk tonight. So, um, fellas, you know how y'all been doing, man? What's been going on? How's your mental? You know, tell me how y'all been doing. I mean, everything's been going as is is well as I deserve, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really look for, you know, life to give me the best it has. I just try to make the best of out of whatever situation is going on. So I'm just really excited that none of that has kind of, like, tore me down. Yeah. And, you know, just the opportunity to keep going forward or moving forward is, you know, a reward in itself. Yeah, most definitely. What about you, Lowe's? I'm good, man. Uh, I'm learning um, right now to like value like the quality and the the um the quality of my relationships with just different people True. um it's crazy because like i just been feeling like that for a little while and it seemed like lately i've been reaching out more to like people around me and um i think what it's done for my mental is just kind of just helped me to like realize like how not alone i thought i was you know like sometimes when you get into your own head you tend to just not really re like reach out sometimes and i've been in that place for a while so um it's just i've been putting a good focus on relationships and keeping those relationships healthy and it's been nice man it's been really good for me um so that's kind of where i'm at that's beautiful yeah no, that's dope. um for me i've been pretty good most of the things i've been really like focusing on just observing mm -hmm. just like being still in the moment um in that situation, I've seen a lot of things about myself where I probably definitely can fix. A lot of shadow work that y'all know what that is. Yes, yeah. So it's like yeah. dealing with that and um, just coming to awareness of that. Like you said, it's like a reward in itself. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's so far so good in the process of that. That's real. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. i just been um really just working on myself. Um, self-care that's really been the big thing for me taking care of me because as y'all know you know I go hard for my my people around me you know I, I tend to overextend myself you know as a I want to say as a form of affection to just you know make sure I'm there for people 
And I've been putting that love that I give out back into me, making me feel better, you know, doing things for the betterment of me. You know, this is, I honestly want to say this is like my me season right now. Mm. You know, I'm a little selfish. Yeah, yeah. sometimes you got to be, man. So, See, nothing wrong with that. Nah, not at all, man. Not at all, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, what kind of music y'all boys been into lately, man? What y'all boys been on? I, I kind of, I really don't want to talk about the subject right now because it's, <coughs> gonna drive, it's like, it's, it's wild. I'm listening to Japanese jazz. That Africa. sounds fire. Dog, like, um, <laughs> I don't know if y'all familiar with, like, you know, that old tsunami when we grew up, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like the, um, the old shows that had, like, that that intro that just, like, what is, what is this? So, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, so I'm catching up on some old some old anime, and then I was like, I wonder what yeah. it, and I just went on a, down a rabbit hole. That's all I'm listening to right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they saying, I don't know what they talking about, but the vibe, oh my gosh. Been a match. Uh, listen. Yeah, they got some trap ones too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for real. Man, that's actually really dope. Um, I think the last week, um, I've been on a like '90s, like '90s music and shit, like '90s R&B and '90s hip hop. Like, <laughs> I was in the car with this man, and so we listening. To, <laughs> I'm not gonna say, but we was listening to like some like New Jack Swing. And Cornelius was sitting there, and he was just like, "Bro, I'm, I'm really trying." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "I'm trying, trying to, dog. I'm trying to catch this dude flow, but I can't catch it." And um, he, I was like, "You know, I knew Jack Swing guy." He was like, "Nah," I was like, "Bro, that joint fire." But I've been listening to a lot of new Jack Swing. Listening to uh, like, I heard um, uh, lethal illegal drug money by Lost Boys recently, and it's like a '90s record. Uh, Never heard of that. Look. It's Lil Kim sampled it. She kept, she sampled them on uh, one of her uh, hit singles. Um, and that joint's fire. I was like, dang, bro. I got to really dial back and listen to a lot of stuff that... Who is this group? Uh, they call Lost Boys. And the name of the song is like uh, yeah. Legal Drug Money. But yeah, I've been listening to like 90s music and shit. So I ain't going to keep it going that long. But that's what I've been on. Keep it 100. I haven't really been listening to music. Yeah. I really haven't. A lot of podcasts is... And a lot of like um, financial literacy stuff, mm. personally. Nah, I just literally been <laughs> on totally um, different stuff. But about two weeks ago, I was listening to Vince Staples. Fire. Yo, love man, him, listen, bro. Like, listen. Love that guy. Yeah, I really not a, like, as a. As an artist himself, but outside of that character too, I don't know if y'all watch some of his like um, interviews and how he his interviews are some of the best Bro, out genius. there. Man, some of the best his music, interviews. His music is pretty solid. Yeah. So that's the last person I would say probably. Damn. Probably listen. That's to, good. But Bro. yeah. Now I gotta go through a dig yeah, on him. And Staples nice. Yeah. I've, I've been back going down that, that outcast, you know, rabbit hole. <laughs> I've been stuck on equipment. I probably for like the past month. Like it's a solid album. It, first yeah, album I ever bought. Yeah, that is literally the very first album I ever bought. And my mom was like, "All right, you can go pick your own music now." First CD I picked up. Okay, literally. So, um, Aquemini. Aquemini. Yo, that's, that's so dope. What um, what led you to Aquemini as a kid? The cover, man. Yeah, yeah. The cover. yeah it was the that cover. Yeah, the, the artwork. The artwork back then is just crazy. unmatched. Yeah, that was unmatched. crazy. Bro. That's just like um. It's a game, Def Jam, 
Remember the old Def Jam? Yeah. Compared to like the Def Jam they had where you like doing the remix, that shit was trash. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was trash. But the old Def Jam Vendetta, that shit was fire. That yeah. artwork is definitely that would caught my eye too. Dang, so so y'all really hopped off iCast. You hadn't heard no other song before that. You just saw the the cover and was just like, no. Well, see, the thing oh, was, yeah. I want to say, um, the very first song I heard from Outcast was um Rosa Parks. Bro. Yeah, it was Rosa Parks. Rosa I was Parks. at a family reunion and it literally came Changed on. my life, <laughs> bro. I was bopping around the family reunion the whole time. They ran that song back probably yeah. a good seven times, that just was. bopping around. And then I ended up going to the to you know the CD store because at that time you know you had the, the big ass CD player back Damn. in the day. Yeah, yeah man, the JPC. I think that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, the big ass CD player. Mom was like, you know, you got the CD player for your birthday. Go ahead, get, grab you some CDs. Yeah. Hey, you listen, know, we, a CD player ain't nothing without that big ass CD holder. I don't want to divert the topic, but do y'all still buy CDs? Hell no. No, I, yeah, I bought a CD. No, last CD I actually bought was not. Born Center. Really? That was no. the last CD I actually went to the store and bought. Man, I, I still like mm. to go buy a CD, bro. What you playing? Why? Dude? I'm just, I don't know. I'll, I, get, a, I'll get a vinyl. Yeah, now I do totally want to become a vinyl collector, but I, for some reason I'll still go buy a CD. I haven't bought one in a minute, but I still would go buy one if it's like a CD. I feel like it's like if you're a fan classic. Of music. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. I'll go buy it. That's how I feel about Crit. Yeah, uh, he's been silent lately. What's that? He been silent. Like, yeah, yeah, man, he's silent. But he dropped the project. What you mean? When? Like what? Um, a couple months ago, fire. No yeah. way. Yeah. Fire. Have you ever yeah, really listened to music? Yeah. You, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bro. He, he on tour while. right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah bro. You, yeah, bro. We, I'm telling you. After this, I'm sending you everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I haven't watched it. It's good, bro. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Always solid. Y'all know me. I'm very, very critical of my favorite artists. Yeah. I can say that. My yeah. favorite artists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but no, nah, man, um, I literally just want to say to all three of y'all, minus one person that's not in the room, Yeah, these are my three best friends in the whole world. Yeah. You know, um, these are my three best friends in the whole world. And um, each one of you play a very pivotal role in my life. And um, I got to work on that stuff. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> y'all play a very big pivotal role in my life. How each and every single one of y'all came in, like Ralph, <laughs> met right. over the phone, dog, talking shit about video games and <laughs> still talking shit about video games <laughs> <laughs> to this what? day, dog. That was such a such an organic <laughs> relationship, dog. That was hilarious. Out of out of nowhere, dog. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Talking bro. shit over the phone and this man come home and inseparable since then. Yeah. And then y'all bring this man around, yeah, and all y'all just like, oh, Cornelius, meet Cornelius. <laughs> yeah. And it's stuck. It too. The, the wild thing was like, oh, this is Cornelius Robinson, yeah. this is Cornelius Robinson. Wait, hold yeah, on. Yeah, 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 that was, that was, that was crazy. Wait, that was... Run, that, run that back. Yeah. Hold on. How you spell your... No, get out of here. Yeah. So, yeah. like, once we had that connection, that was it. I don't think we need to go any further than that. Yeah, brothers ever since. Yeah. yeah. Twin, yeah, that actually is crazy. That is, that. that was crazy. That ain't, Black that ain't, that ain't normal. 
different. different. It's like literally the chances of that is uh, I want to say like that's so that. small. That's but wild. the fact that it just happened and it ain't gonna happen again until I have me a jet. Mm-hmm. Oh, you gonna have a junior? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, okay. Let's I, go. I advise you to you know plan that shit. Oh no, I ain't, I ain't in no rush. Take your time. I am in no <laughs> rush. Take your time, baby. I am in no time. rush. Like Gucci Man said, you can't be out here broken in love. <laughs> <laughs> it just don't work. <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> just don't work. Facts. But um, uh. So the topic for the night, man, I wanted to get it, talk to y'all boys about is um growing up as a black boy in a two parent household. Oof. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say for myself, mm-hmm. it it was not an easy thing mm-hmm. because I grew up in a house with my mom and her husband, mm-hmm. who isn't my father. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the the relationship was strained mm-hmm. from jump, okay. which um made me isolate myself a lot because I didn't feel the same I you know you don't feel the same way mm. when he interacts with his kids that's with my mom compared to how he is with me so mm-hmm. it it changed the dynamics in the house and as I got older I saw myself just not wanting to be around at all and I backed off a lot from a lot of shit which I honestly probably put a a, a you know a bigger strain on the relationship in the house you know, because of my, you know, not wanting to be around, not really wanting to do family things. Mm. You know, I got to take some accountability in that, even though I was a kid. But looking back now and looking on it and reflecting, I could have did things differently. Mm. And it plays a it plays a big role in how I treat relationships now. Mm. Mm. So um, what about you, twin? Um, uh before I get started, I just want to give a shout out to my mom and my dad, man. Listen, uh, I appreciate y'all. Like I, I tell y'all right now, I wasn't the easiest kid, <laughs> but y'all did everything for me, and I'm forever grateful. But um, the one thing that I've learned since you know, since that time till now, is how grateful I should have been, or how grateful I am just to be in that two part that that two parent household. Because, like, when you really take a look around and you see, like, most of your homeboys, most of your homegirls only got one parent. And most of them is just a mom. Yeah. Or, like, if they do, if their dad is around, this is nowhere near, even though, like, we have, you know, our conflicts with our fathers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Nowhere near the, the you know, the, cap, the, the character of our fathers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So just being able to see that. And now that I have my own, my own two boys. It just inspires me to just do so much better to make sure that they have that opportunity to have two parents and grow up and um, with that mindset, like, okay, like, I got both my mom and my dad. It doesn't have to be as difficult as I see the environment around me. So now that I, you know, I felt that, I seen that, I experienced that, you know, with everybody around me, it's like, all right, I've learned to love it and appreciate it so much more. Mm-hmm. That's well said, well said. Um, first shout out to my mom and my dad for sure. You know, yep, definitely yep. Uh, big shout out to them. Definitely big shout out to them. Um, yeah, man, being grown up in two-parent two household is obviously a blessing, you know. Um, and um, I feel like my parents both have, like, really good morals. You know what I'm saying? They carry themselves in a pretty good way. Um 
I, I really can't say anything. Like, I can't, I don't have any cons. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were really good parents, and having them both around was really great. And my mom didn't work. So my my dad worked, and my mom stayed at home. She was at home mom, and she, you know, she kept, she took really good care of us, you know what I'm saying, and make sure we stay out of trouble and taught us to do the right thing. You know, I, I, I have no complaints, you know. Um, I'm definitely uh, thankful for them, and it was a blessing, like, to have two people that care about you and be there mm-hmm. and, you know, guide you along the way, you know, because I definitely, like I said, I had a lot of friends who who didn't have, like, fathers and stuff like that, and they used to kind of, like, um, you know, talk to me about it and stuff. And one thing I say about my dad as well, though, is I seen him taking a lot of fatherless, like, kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, my dad always, yeah. my I, I think that's what kind of made me really, I guess, value it even more. And, and and appreciate even more um, seeing, but I act at the same time also going to commend my dad for being a spiritual father to so many people. You know, like some so that's 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 a lot to do that, and then go home and then and take it, yeah, be a father to your kids. Two two different fathering, yes. Yeah. So two very different fathering, yeah. Exactly, bro. Yeah. So it's it's I, I'm definitely thankful, you know, for them, and I think that they did a they did a, they did a more than exceptional job, bro. Like I. I look up to them in that right, and I pray I just you know continue that for you know with my kids. Rafe, oh man! Shout out to moms and pops. Shout out to mom and pops. Love y'all. Um, definitely more pros than cons. Having both parents, I can um, I can say they did an excellent job raising me and my brother. Um. However, there are cons that people don't like to speak on when it comes to these dynamics. So, like, I have friends that grew up without father figures as well. Some still turned out to be really great. And then you can have some with family, both parents, and don't even be shit. So it's like in situations, it just depends on how I look at it now is more of the mentality like how you how you plant those seeds in a kid so um again i have that's your first relationship yeah that's your first like real preview of what a relationship consists of what it builds to be the material however you can have both parents in a household and felt like they made a mistake and now you have to separate it doesn't make both of them a bad parent it just it didn't work out but if you keep that essence that y'all which y'all created which is a child i feel like that child will have a fighting chance if you give it the certain resources and experience and wisdom that you need to put into that but coming into a family of both parents it's vital to have that it's really important to have both parents in the household um, regardless if it's step or biological long as you have those figures in place that's going to pretty much instill into those kids um i think that is key um but i can see the pros and cons in both now but i am grateful to be able to have both of my parents in my life to even give me who i am today pretty much to like be here pretty much i gotta pay homage for it so like yeah like carlos was saying like i would to even have a a bit of that to put forward like to continue that legacy, um, yeah, for sure. I, I gotta I gotta pay homage to that. 
Very well said, dog. Word, man. I, I can honestly say, man. And first of all, shout out to my mama. Shout and, out, mom. Yeah, and definitely shout out to her husband because I took yeah. I took great qualities from him because yeah. one thing I can honestly say, he was a provider and mm-hmm. lights were never off, water was never off, food was always in the house, and both of them worked. Mm-hmm. So I took that from him because one yeah. thing I do is work. Yeah. Like you, y'all know me. Yeah. <laughs> I missed a lot of yeah, events bro. because I used to just work Crazy. all the time. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew. Mm-hmm. And um, shout out to you know my, me and my mom have a very great relationship now, mm. you know since I became an adult. The transparency between us, being able to really have the conversations that were hard to have as a kid, mm. now is really you know I change you know it's mind changing for me. Mm. Yeah. You know I, my mom sees me in a new light. Not only am I her her son, mm. but you know I can understand me and my mom are friends. Yeah, you know I can literally sit here and have those great conversations that yeah. need to be had, you know, cause I'm, you know, it was hard telling my mom I was depressed Yeah, yeah. because my mom sees me as, you know, through yeah. y'all, yeah. you know, yeah. she, she sees me through y'all. Like right. oh, Cornelius always happy. He always with low. So he with Ralph or he with Cornelius, you know, yeah. Yeah. but to tell her those things and her to actually see it like, why wow, I would have never knew mm-hmm. because you, you know, you mask it so well. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, I learned that from you. You know, I learned how to mask those things because I seen, you know, times when she was going through it yeah. and she still put on, you know, her game face and cooked the five course meal. I think most women have that game face. Facts. Like they stronger than how people really, like how people really portray them. Women is strength. They have in to so be many ways, bro. Like in so many physical, Big spiritual, face. mentally, like they there. Yeah. Um. Again, it's just going back to the single parenting like i feel like you do have a a certain percentage of people that does make it out fairly depending on that mindset or that drive of that individual in that situation um but you can have parents that's abusive both fighting all the time and just because you have both parents in there doesn't make it seem like it's a healthy fact so like now you 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 raised you brought up a child that thinking hitting women or saying niggas ain't shit yeah. is natural. It's, it's, it's a normal. Yeah. 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 So, like, people, that's what I'm saying. Like, the dynamics of it, having both parents in the house, I don't really feel like that makes a home if it ain't no love really there in that situation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, just pick and choose wisely. <laughs> like, that's all I can say in that situation because... It's no other way around it. Like the minute you have a child with somebody, you bond to that person, yeah. and that's, that's something that you gotta really take in serious consideration. Like this person, I actually have a bond with. Yeah. So like, regardless of how that situation go, you gotta make sure you solid with this person, so you you and this child can pretty much grow. So like, yeah, going back, I mean, going these rants, but nah, you know man, what I'm saying, talk, like, talk, talk, man. but um. On topic. Going back to what you were saying, too. Um, do you feel like you can be friends with certain family members, like your siblings? Ooh. Um, I can honestly say now, like yeah. me and my sister are close. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> stop, man. <laughs> we not going. Okay, nah, okay. we ain't gonna do that. Okay. But um, <laughs> you stupid, bro. Nah, it's just funny. <laughs> me and my sister are, are, are close, man. Uh, my sister used to want to be like me. 
at one point. Like, okay. The the bullshit I used to do, and I used to hate that because it's like you can't you can't be me. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause that that's not your life. It's not. And I was doing that out of pain. You know, I was I was just filling voids at that time. Yeah. And that's that's not something I want for her. Yeah. You know, and to see her where she's at now, she's married. Got yeah. degrees, you know. It's a beautiful yeah. thing seeing my sister in that yeah. that light. Yeah, it's, it's it's so different. And then I look at my brother. He's just like me, into music, poetry, like everything that I thought my siblings weren't picking up or didn't like. Both of them picked it up. Yeah, and it blows my mind every time when I sit back and think about it. You know, he's getting ready to graduate from college, man. It is. Oh, you about to graduate already? Yeah, yeah man. Shit no gets, way. Yeah, dog. That shit is crazy. It's crazy. No time, way. Time be moving, boy. So, like, you see how long we've been yeah, around each bro, other, dog? Crazy. That nigga was still in what? I think he was in middle school when we all met. That's wild. This man is graduating college. Yeah, yeah. bro. Hey, congrats. <laughs> congrats. Shout out, baby, bro. Yeah. A little, a little quick segue. Um, have, have y'all ever like took that that idea like, like y'all parents is people too? One hundred percent. Like. I didn't realize that until like maybe recently. Like I was, mm. I always thought of them as just parents. Like, you know, that's my mom, that's my dad. Oh, not okay, yes. Not, not realizing yeah. they their own people yeah. and they had to deal with their own. Like, like when I had to really like do some soul searching on my on myself, and I had to like identify some of the things that I was going through, and then connected it, you know, with my parents, and then I had the conversation with them, and I was like, damn, you know, yeah. they learning just they learning as they go, just like I am. Yeah. So how am I going to sit there and harbor, you know, these feelings, these emotions? I'm glad I, I had the opportunity to be able to talk to them about it. But I was like, damn, they yeah. they, they people just like us, you know. Yeah, they, yeah, they a little older, you know. And I looked at them, you know, oh, this mom, this dad, you know, they supposed to they supposed, they supposed to have it together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then when you really, like, take take that step back and realize they people too, yeah. like, that shit changed my world. That, that shit changed it my world, you, dog. I was like, all right, cool. It truly humbles you. You talking about you giving them all sorts of passes? Like yeah. you sit there, you give you give somebody a pass that don't even deserve that shit. But then you harbor this, you know, frustration with your parents for so long because you know they your mommy. Nah, after I had those conversations with my parents, I was like, all right, cool. You know, now now I understand. Now I get yeah. it. And then like we really put things in perspective. Is like, damn, I got kids now. What if my kids feel this way about me? Yeah. I hope I can have these conversations. They can have those conversations with me. Be yeah. open with me, so that you know I can just let them yeah. know, like, hey, man, I, I, I did the best I can do. This is they ain't no like like my dad say, ain't no book on this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't they don't teach you about this shit, man. You just <laughs> you just, you just learn. Like, you right, pop. Yeah. <laughs> you right. It's trial and error. Yeah, absolutely. Always definitely trial and error. Yeah, to jump off your point, I think when um. I had that moment when my dad, I was talking to my dad, um, I was like 27 or 28 years old. And I don't know how we got to talking about what he was doing at 28. And he was like, bro, I was standing in the hallway at my house, like at the house, freaking out because your mama just gave birth to twins. <laughs> 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 my dad said he was like, he was like, uh, he was, you know, he had to go to the he had to go to the house to grab some stuff because she had just had the baby. So he ran the house. He getting all this stuff out the out the out the you know out, out the room whatever, and my mom at the hospital. She already had the babies, and he was like, I, he was like, I, I got twins. He went, I got twins. He was like, Oh shit, I got twins. 
said he just sat there. He was freaking out like he was. I don't. I got twins. Like I gotta. I gotta raise these kids. Yeah. Like yeah. Like you don't just get it to somebody. Like <laughs> like. And he just said like I in that moment know. when I realized, bro, he was twenty eight. I'm thinking. I'm like, bro, if I was at this moment at twenty eight, <laughs> thinking I got twins. <laughs> Y'all gonna have to check me in somewhere. <laughs> like, so it was at that point when I was like, dang, like, I'm already at the age my dad was when he started having us. So it kind of put stuff in like, perspective for me where it's just like, bro, like, you really had to figure this out at this age. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I mean, some people may not figure that's a, a, a bad age to have kids, 28, you know, but in my mind, where I met at 28 years old, I'm like, bro, this. I couldn't think of a worse time. That like, is hell. So, <laughs> so the thing that he was already married and stuff and having kids, it kind of puts the perspective for me and be like, wow, like, I guess kind of looking at my own life and where I was, where I was at that moment and where he was at, at that point, it, like, it kind of puts the perspective for me to be like, dang, like, he really had to figure this out and he really, like, he really learned how to do it. So, I don't know, like, just thinking about that made me, that moment with him kind of made me think about, like, Dang, like my parents are people too. Right. They had to just at some yeah. point just figure it out. Like, and you know, even within the midst of their own stuff. So I don't know. I thought that was dope. Like just hearing that conversation. Cause no, nah, that's real. Yeah. I was my mom like, had me at 19, dog. Yeah, dog. So and my old boy wasn't around. So she literally had to figure that shit out from ninety-one to ninety-six by herself yeah. until she got mm -hmm. married to her husband. Mm -hmm. So it was just me and her. So those I, I don't remember everything, but looking back at pictures in my grandmother's house, yeah. you know, those moments between me and my mom were freaking dope. Yeah. Like, moms had me everywhere, mm -hmm. and it was just us vibing. So it was always a, it was a beautiful thing. Can I ask you about that? What's up? Like, you just brought up a good point about how, like, it was just y'all. Like, it was just us. So, like, I mean, you like, do you feel like that, you, when you spoke earlier about how the dynamic of a two-parent, because he just talked about how a two, uh, everybody thinks a two-parent household is always just naturally just automatically more healthy. Yeah, mm. But here you sweet. are talking about you, just you and your mom, and that to you was like dope as hell. Yeah, like I remember J Cole said that uh, I was watching J Cole interview and he said that his best friend, his like good friends, or whatever, said like it used to be just him and his dad, and he loved it. Like, and then his dad got married. And he was like, bro, when she got married, it was like she stole my light. And I was like, damn. Like, and he, and he said he felt the same way about his mom. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of like, I can't. I, I feel you coming from. I don't want to say it stole my light mm -hmm. because I actually wanted a dad. Because mm -hmm. I seen my cousins with their dad mm -hmm. and in the backyard throwing the football, mm -hmm. you know, teaching, teaching you small things like how to put a nail, you know, put a hammer to a nail, mm. you know, um, how to change a tire. Like, bro, I had to learn all that shit by myself. Mm. Like, first heartbreak, all that shit. I wanted a dad for that. Mm. But a lot of that shit, you know, I felt uncomfortable talking to my mom about it, so I dealt with that shit in private. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I and, I and I've told each and, each and every single one of y'all in, like, on personal mm -hmm. time, like, I low-key was kind of jealous of you guys and y'all dad's relationships because I like I looked up to that shit. Mm. So I was like, dang, dog, I wish I had that to them type of talks. Like, mm. it's cool when I'm around and, you, you know, y'all old boys be like, you know, you, you my son. Mm. You know, you come talk to me about anything. It's like, yeah, I needed that shit at 12, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I needed that shit, you know, at, at 16. Mm. I needed that shit at 17 when I got a chick pregnant. Like, I needed, 
Mm. I needed these talks then because I ain't know what the fuck to do with myself. Mm. But, you know, I'm glad I figured it out, mm. you know, through trial and error. And I'm I'm in a good space now. Mm. You know, I ain't got no I ain't got no kids yet. Yeah. No, 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 but you know. This guy. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> nah. You mind you mind if I ask you another question? <laughs> I'm just joking. Like, go ahead, G. Who like so in the, in that instance, like who are some people that you would feel like you would want to acknowledge? Like people who you feel like stepped in for you in certain moments. Like Um, I can honestly say, um, shout out to my godfather, um, mm-hmm. Victor Hickson. Mm-hmm. He um he played a very pivotal role. Mm-hmm. Um in my childhood my older brother rest in peace um, mm. Byron mm. Um, kept me kept me grounded mm. in music singing being in church playing the drums mm. he kept me grounded um, y'all pops mm. like when I met your dad instantly mm. it was <laughs> I got treated like I've, I've been in the family my whole entire mm. life <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when I met Ralph Peoples you know I'm at the house all the time to the point it's, it felt like I lived up. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I get in trouble for everything. Getting that cussing. Your mama, I ain't going to do the voice right Go for it, bro. She'll love you for it. <laughs> Go ahead, mom. Little shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> now around me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <man. laughs> I do it right on time. No, that shit never right fails, never bro. Does. But um, <laughs> Ralphie. <laughs> and then your parents, <laughs> twin, like, I became Cornelius number two in the house. I was just a spiritual one. But I was wretched. <laughs> 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 but it's like, um, y'all like these men like really stepped in and really did some dope shit for me. Hey, shout out to them, man. Shout out to y'all old boys and the men that shout really stepped them. in and really did some dope ass shit Definitely. and really guided me in the right direction because I could really be in jail right now. Cause, <laughs> like if I, if I really went through on half the shit I honestly wanted to go through on, and um, yeah, I'd probably be in jail. <laughs> so thank God for that, man. Having genuine people and y'all just being genuine dudes yourselves and welcome me in as mm-hmm. a brother, you know, that that really means a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, brotherhood is really one of the most important things. Mm-hmm. And I learned that through you guys. Mm-hmm. Because we've all we've all had Facts. our spats where we went head to head at each other. Mm-hmm. But the brotherhood always stayed genuine and real. Mm-hmm. And Dang. that that means the world to me. That I can literally, you know, look at y'all as my brothers. Literally, y'all. Like, my mom calls each and every single one of y'all her kids. <laughs> like, she could file y'all on her taxes. She probably would. <laughs> <laughs> I say all the time in public. Yeah. yeah I be saying that most of the time. Yeah. But, yeah, like, again, it goes back to what we were saying, full circle. Yeah. Growing up with a single parent for five years, six years, is just to show you, like, her structure of who she was as a person drove her to do better, to be better, to got something like to make you was pretty much like that. That changing point, because the minute you have a kid, bro, that's it. Like it's straight. Figure it out. Facts. It's no second guessing. You just you figure it out. 
So by the time you having kids, <laughs> <laughs> by the time you Sweating having a kid, bro, you, just gotta, <laughs> you gotta be a couple steps ahead just in case if that scenario don't work. I got this one in place and it just continues to come like multi that multitask. Mm. Sometimes do you believe in situations like like everything has its purpose, right? Oh yeah. Everything that happened was for a reason. Okay. Like I I I used to be like, you know, if I could go back in time, I would really like go back to the seventh grade and change, you know, and stop myself from hanging around a lot of people. Really? Yeah, bro. Like, I don't want to talk about it, but yeah, okay. seventh grade is where life changed for me. I got you. Like, life completely changed, and it became. I, I've read. I met the real world in the seventh grade. So if I could go back. And prepare myself and be like, nah, bro, sit by yourself. Yeah, yeah, go, go sit your ass in in, in the <laughs> inside the cafeteria. Like I would. Yeah. My my favorite thing about that question when I'm asked is like, if I would go back, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't change a thing. But the one thing that I would adhere to is I would enjoy the moments a lot more. Yeah. Like I was, I was so quick to fucking grow up, man, and that shit. Came and bit me in my ass real quick. That shit came real fast. And then, like, you know, your parents try to warn you. Oh, no, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, just stay a kid. Uh, no, once you were an adult, that shit is like, game over. Ain't no, ain't no reverse. Ain't no fucking backwards. None of that shit, boy. And it's just like, all right, cool. Now I got all this responsibility. Now I got all this, you know, I, I don't even want it. Like, debt and all this other bullshit that you ain't even really prepared for. Mm -hmm. And it's like, now, nah, all right, cool. What, the, what I do next? Where I go? Who I? And then, like, like Cornelius was saying, man, like that, that brotherhood, the importance of brotherhood, man, like without y'all, like, a lot, all y'all in this room know what I would have done. Like, yeah. I, w I was on some wild shit. Yes. I was on some crazy, huh. like, I went insane. I, I briefly went, I don't even say, I don't even think it was that brief. I went insane, and I thought, like, my logic was correct, and I thought that I was, yeah. like, this was the only way to get this done. Mm -hmm. And it made so much sense. And my brain was just like, all right, cool, let's, we're going to do this, right? And then, like, talking to y'all boys, y'all, y'all, nah, you tripping. Uh, calm down. It's going to get better. And, like, just listening to y'all boys, man, I, like, that that shit really, like, changed my life. And, you know, um, my other my my other friends, um, James, y'all remember? Three. Rebo? Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Three. Pat. <laughs> like, Big Pat. With, without, uh. Like, without each and one of each. Every single one of y'all, man, I I promise y'all I wouldn't be here. I, I promise y'all I wouldn't be. I was on some reckless wild shit. And just, it took for me to, like, take a step back and realize, like, all right, cool. Some, um, something's wrong with me or the way I'm thinking isn't correct. Let me reach out. Let me let me bounce these ideas. Let me let me see what's really going on. And mm -hmm. when I had those conversations with y'all shit, I, I think I done cried on the phone with all y'all. Mm -hmm. Like, that shit had me, like, literally, like, I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know where else to go. And just the fact that I could hit y'all up and y'all was there. Mm -hmm. And, I, I, like, most of the times, like, even if y'all didn't pick up right then, y'all would hit me, hey, what's, what's going on? Y'all drop. And as soon as y'all heard the conversation getting tough, y'all all right, y'all drop it. What y'all had going on? And y'all made sure y'all was there for me. And I can't thank y'all enough. Oh, I bro, really it's appreciate all love, it. bro. It's all love, bro. It's oh, real, bro. You already know right. how I'm moving. Yeah, I'm dropping whatever. I'm yeah. on my way, twin. Yep. Hello. Wait, what's the question for me though? 
<laughs> I thought we was just talking. No, we was trying to keep the flow, like going this way. Uh, but this is it's just bounce. If you have something to say, say it. Um, shoot, I guess I kind of start about like brother. Um, I always had like now me and my sisters have great relationships. You know what I'm saying? And I got a great relationship with my older brother Raymond. Shout out to Ray. Uh, but Ray was a lot older, you know, and um. I had always wanted like a sibling, like always wanted like a brother, particularly like another brother. Like it's like my age, you know what I'm saying? I can hang out with and do stuff with and chill with. Cause I used to see mostly like, I guess you like how dynamic I like my sisters are. Mm-hmm. So like Ray's my big brother and I love Ray. And I hung out with Ray. Ray took me to do stuff all the time. I had a blast with Ray. But I used to see like how my sisters were, you know, like they had, they were around each other all the time. And there was a pro and con to that yeah, maybe yeah. for them, you know, they always got a match or, you know, People think that they're supposed to be the same when they really completely different people. Like, so it was a pro and con of that, but it's a lot of pros. <laughs> it's a lot of <laughs> pros. And I remember a pro at that, at least as a kid, it was be like, you know, if I got into it with one of them, I had to deal with both. <laughs> so it was like, I felt like trying Ashley, but you better realize Dre is right there. <laughs> so like, I kind of wanted that little dynamic. So when I met a lot of my homeboys, you know what I'm saying? People I'm friends with, close with now, I, uh, I really value like, those like friendships and those brotherhoods as well because i always wanted like that type of relationship you know what i'm saying so uh i don't know i, I guess on that topic like i'm i'm grateful for y'all and i appreciate y'all and um i definitely want to say i brand friends with y'all has definitely filled a void that i didn't think was there or maybe i was too prideful like prideful to limit was there like y'all definitely feel that, that gap and i definitely treasure y'all you know what i'm saying so And the transparency, man. Transparency and friendships, man. Mm. I I learned a great deal of that um, in my late twenties, because I realized, you know, um, okay, I can honestly say I I was closed off emotionally, mm. like okay. a, a, on a lot of stuff, and it wasn't until like really hanging around Los, because Los was one of those friends he'll tell you, "Hey, bro, I love you." And I, I wasn't like me. I, was, I don't know if you tell nobody I love you. But Lowe's will tell you quick. Hey, bro, I love you, man. Keep your head up. Yeah. And yeah. I, and then being around his family and seeing them all do the same thing, even to the point like his mom beats me to the point saying, "I love you now." Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Lady P. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's just the, the transparency and friendships, man. Being able to have a level of you know comfort. In, in people to be able to share, you know, the things that you, you're you afraid to show the world and being able to have that 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 intimate talk with your friend, like, hey, bro, look, I'm going through this shit. You know, when, you know, how y'all boys banded together when I told y'all about my depression, mm-hmm. you know, able to, you know, y'all didn't just look at me as a person who was just going through, like, y'all mm-hmm. really took time to actually understand where I was at mentally and, help push me out of that shit. Those backyard conversations, man, talks on the phone with you, twin, or just going riding around with you, Lowe's, and talking shit, you know, those moments those moments mean a lot. And they 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 kept me from off that ledge. Yeah. Let, let me let me say this real quick. The day you dropped that shit on Instagram and that fuck move you pulled where you turned your phone off, dog, I could have fought you, dog. <laughs> Oh my! I was so pissed. Like as soon as I seen that shit, I, I watched it. I was like, "Oh no, nah, let Wait, me hit what him up." What are you up. talking about? 
Um, so on his IG, he was just, you know, just letting people know, like, hey, listen, I don't got it all together. I'm going through uh, this depression. So he he did the video, and I was like, all right, cool. Let me hit my boy up. This, <laughs> this nigga had his phone off for like a day and a half. And when yeah. I tell you I was blowing that nigga shit up, dog, like, oh, bro, nah. I'm going to have to slide on him. I'm going to have to pull up, dog. And then he finally hit me back. I was like, nah, dog. It, it, like, don't ever do that shit to me, dog. If if you got to feel like you're going to go out there and you're going you gonna to do something like that, at least right. allow people that love you enough to fucking reach out, man. I was so hurt, like, because just the thought of being, like, because I've been there. I know what that shit feel like. And then the fact that I'm calling you is only just leading me to the worst. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. n- not saying that that's the type of person you are, but that, fuck, that's reality. True. The strongest of us go mm-hmm. through the hardest of battles, and most of the time, y'all, it's silent. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody really, really, like, like when it really, like, when you in the thickest shit, all you thinking about is getting out or that shit beating the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Is once you can finally get some air, you know, you reach out to your boys and shit. Like, like once you finally, like, all right, I can't take this no more. Now you reaching. Mm-hmm. And then I, I felt that's what it was happening. So I hit him up. Phone off. Straight to voice. Oh, no. Nah. No, nah, yeah, I'm king and do not disturb. Oh, no. You're going to have to see me, dog. So like that. I just wanted to let you know, man, like, like that shit, like, I don't take that shit lightly. Um, That shit is so important to me because, it, like, I, I really do care about y'all boys. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I tell each and one of, one of y'all boys, I love y'all because I really mean that shit. But, it, like, when I go to reach out and y'all boys... I, I feel like I can't get a hold of you now. Now my brain running. Nah, but I, I completely understand that. You know, I would always tell y'all, boys, if I ever get that low, yeah. like I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm at this point now where I'm not too prideful to be like, yo, I need help. Yeah, like yeah. I get it now. It doesn't make me less of a man. I don't know. Because at one point, I I used to feel like that because that's mm-hmm. the stuff that they used to be, you know, preached. Mm-hmm. You gotta be, you gotta be strong. Don't show no emotion. You know. Um, you go through everything, and you just and you just figure it out. Um, you know, you know, you just make sure it get done. That was always, you know, the the narrative mm-hmm. for me, and I took that and I made, you know, I made what I made out of it. And I can honestly say, you know, I've had my I had my good days, I had my bad days, but I'm still standing right. because of learning. You know how yeah. to be learning how to be transparent with people who actually care. That shit, that shit real. Damn. Yeah, being transparent, I would say, is pretty key. Um, Before, I didn't look at brotherhood the same until I came across y'all. Especially y'all, too, when we first moved. I think you came first to UCF, and then you hit me up and said you was going out there. I think both of y'all actually said y'all was coming out at the same time. Yeah. Um previous I don't want to get energy to yeah, it I feel you. Like, yeah. I feel you. it's all on your face though I ain't trying to put no energy into it but when you when you always pouring in people cup like constantly pouring in people cup and you never get that poured back not saying that you you want it back but just the thought of you even trying to give it back mm. can mean more. Yeah. And it's like, you do have people that come into your life that's actually meant to be in your life. And mm. you have people, how I believe it, like it's either a blessing or a lesson. Mm. 
So it's like people that come into your life, he's going to teach you something or they're going to preach you something. And um, But prior to this, it was like every man for themselves for me. Most mm -hmm. of the time, y'all see me, I'm ghosts. Mm -hmm. Most of the time. Yeah. Like I have my moments where I go in my seasons. Yeah. That's due to that. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, just being transparent. It's just like, I feel like when you see something in somebody, mm -hmm. Or you talk to somebody and then you say it out. A lot of people don't like that. Mm -hmm. I tend to be too blunt. So sometimes you can say something to somebody that can rub them out the wrong way. It's not intentionally. I think I finally found like a safe space where I can kind of be me. Mm -hmm. Around y'all for a long period of time where I'm like, all right. They ain't really tripping on certain things I say. But before, bro, I say anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. So like... Coming into that is around like college, I would say, didn't like none of my roommates. Ugh. I didn't like none of them. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do this. But I did it. I did it. I did it. Carlos was probably the best roommate I ever had. Like that's when it really solidified. I only met this man like twice at the end of school, and I got a picture with him and Cornelius when we getting ready to graduate. Random as hell. Random. Random. It was super random. And who are they like a couple of years later, they at UCF. I'm like, what the fuck? So then we actually link up. Action Pack. Shout out to 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 Action Cordelius was the extension of Action Pack. He was dead it. But yeah, it's like just stepping into that and um getting to know Eli, Josh, and Jay, Chadi, Eric. Shout out to the whole like man, shout out to them guys. That's a good group of folks, bro. That's a good group of folks right there. Stepping into that. Like people I hung around with my whole life. Oh, shout out to Rob. Can't forget about my boy Rob. Yeah. Yes, sir. And um Yes, sir. But it's it's Chris. Now I, I can't even go through the whole thing, but shout out to the homies. But it's a lot of people that I I now see like who's supposed to be in my life. Yeah. Compared to trying to guess or be paranoid, like, okay, this person just wanna take or they just wanna get something from it or yeah. um but having you you all around taught me like why I'm valued, mm. like why I matter. Mm. So I try to give that back each and every time when I get around y'all boys, like mm. giving. But I'm very, like, you know, like I'm just, I keep to myself. Yeah. Like I'd rather mind my business than give anybody small talk. But if I'm here, if you need me, I'm here. Yeah. And um, I don't think it was ever value until now, until I came across you guys. Because yeah. I know I can go ghost <laughs> and I know, I know. <laughs> It can rub people y'all the wrong way. But like seriously, I do value y'all. For sure. That's love, bro. We definitely value you too, my guy. Definitely. I think I think now I just view you as that just being part of your character. You know what I'm saying? We I hit Ralph up. No all right, no he he'll get he'll get to me eventually. He he hit me back. You know what I'm saying? So when when you had said that, I was like, he absolutely right. And it's just like when when you are, you know, in your ghost mode, I don't think any of us hold that shit against you. We know what time nah, it exactly. is. We, we know, you know, exactly what season it is, and we respect it. Mm -hmm. As soon as he do come around, oh boy, it's on. Oh, we, no. <laughs> we, it's, it's time, it's time to catch up. It's not, it's not all the way healthy though, because like you coming from a place of like, it's still like a place of trauma. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you doing this. Feeling like you're protecting yourself, but all of you missing out on stuff. Mm -hmm. True. And um, you can't get those times back. True. So it's like. Facts. 
boy, I missed a lot. As you start going, like you, I try to step out more and try to do more, like in certain situations with people, like give people actual like more chances. Mm-hmm. But like I'm the type, once you cross me, that's it. I can still love you, unconditional. Once I say that, that's that's to the heart. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to love you in the way you expect me to love you. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's just love. Yeah. But um, yeah, y'all definitely, I would definitely say brought that out because a lot of people no, 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 no. I'm not gonna say no, 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 get no energy to it but like they <laughs> they feel like just because I don't talk to you every single day I don't care about you like and then situations like I even had my moments when I graduated college I wasn't talking to you guys like all the time mm-hmm. and at one point I was like yo they don't care about me but then I started hearing every last one of y'all stories mm-hmm. and it started to humble me even more because mm-hmm. like yo everybody going through shit Bruh. it's just a lot of people were suffering in silence like mm-hmm. nobody wanted to really speak on it so i'm here like freaking out like man how i'm supposed to share this with them and I, they, they look like they everything together and then once you had that conversation it's like a weight just finally dropped like damn yo what that poker face was on hey what that's just crazy like what so after you start to see it's just like all right cool it's like you're not you're not holding that facade anymore mm-hmm. and like once you can kind of get down to the nitty-gritty i feel like that's when the real relationship and bonds really started to build yeah. when you really going through something and like um again i just value y'all for that um, that shit wasn't that you move back to miami dog and we started kicking it like that was crazy. Like, bro, like literally, Gene, we like, like I knew this nigga my whole life. Yeah. Literally, stay around the corner from old girl, everything. That was crazy. Facts. Same group of friends Same and everything. Group. Yeah. J- just wasn't around. Different time, man. So, so let me ask y'all something because I think y'all, like y'all, all brought up excellent points. We talked about we talking about transparency, right? And we talking about how sometimes like. Trauma can lead us to isolate ourselves and kind of like recharge. But in a way, I kind of do also think that every now and then, like sometimes you do need to just take a step back and really be to yourself. Oh, I'm not taking away from self. <laughs> I'm, never, I'm never taking away from that. I'm never taking away from that. No, yeah, but I, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I know that. I know yeah. that y'all not at all implying that because we definitely all like respect it when everybody's be like, "Look, bro, I just need to just." You know what I'm saying, but that Macaulay Pfeiffer when you had that cigarette. In your <laughs> <laughs> I just need that moment, bro. I just need that moment. Bro. Yeah, but I I do think that's I think that's important. I feel like every like sometimes, like I had to learn. Like one thing I'll say, like, and I don't think my dad or mine talking about it. Like, like sometimes, like I was telling my dad recently, like, yo, sometimes I'm just like, sometimes I just can't really talk to anybody right now, like. Like, my dad will be like, okay, like, you got something going on. Why don't you reach out to the people that's around you? And sometimes it's like, yo, first I need to kind of, like, adjust emotionally to, like, where I'm at and right. get a better understanding of why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. And it's not that your friends or your people can't help you, but sometimes you have to first process right. the situation right. a little bit before you can even, like, share it because you could communicate the wrong emotion, the wrong thing, and it could just create more confusion. So I was telling my dad, like, it was something he wanted to talk about in that moment. And I was like, look, I just can't talk about it right now. And I was like, it's not that I don't want to talk to you about it, but I kind of need to sit back and process it for myself. And and then, and then like navigate through who I need to go to for that certain thing. Cause sometimes 
you could bring the wrong thing to to That's to true. even if they are like good people for you, you could take the you could take the wrong thing to the wrong person. But how do you know if you never did it? Huh? How would you know if you never done it? I mean, that's a good point. To that's a good point. But I, I'm definitely not the type of person who hasn't not like uh, spoken before mm. or opened up like before. It was just that sometimes I wasn't communicating exactly what I was like. I didn't understand what I was feeling. Or I didn't understand what I was going through. So I didn't understand anything about what was happening in that moment. So if I'm trying to like get answers, I can't. I can't get the answers if I don't even have the right questions to ask. Okay. Right. So. Uh, I do think in a way there's a level of importance about sometimes like sometimes your people got to like kind of just, you know, like sometimes they got to take turn their phone off. And obviously, like if it's and I understand like the 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 reason of frustration or being kind of like being like, dog, what the fuck is you like? What the fuck you got going on? Like you don't post this post and like this is like scary. Like you could be going through it. And I definitely understand like if the frustration in that situation. But also, like, sometimes people, like, do need to... Um, in that situation, it would have been best maybe if he would just be, like, pick up the phone and be like, hey, bro, like, we can talk about it later, but right now, I'm going through it. And I think for you, that's really you just... All you needed no, no, right there. Listen, what would have been perfect was, hey, listen, I'm finna put something on, on, the, on the socials. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. And then he could have posted it, and I'd have been like, all right, cool, I know he's good. Yeah. But, dog, like... Uh, there was so many times where mm -hmm. I felt exactly like that, mm -hmm. and <laughs> it was it was scary for me. Yeah. So I can only imagine it. And then this was before you know we had all the relationships that we had now. It was just me. So when I I identify like okay that's what he's going through yeah. immediately I was like all right cool let me be there because yeah. that's what I needed when I was in that position mm -hmm. or in that state of mind. I was like damn I wish though if somebody was here for me right here right then. Like my my whole shit would have changed, but I was stuck in that depression for fucking eight nine months, mm. some shit like that. Fucking lost almost eighty pounds. Like this shit was wild. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, cool. You know, now that I know and I can identify like patterns of somebody going through, you know, something similar to what I went through. Mm -hmm. Let them at least know I'm here. Mm. They can take it or not. You know what I'm saying? I just want to extend that to you because when I was going through it. I wasn't vocal about it. I was to myself like y'all y'all boys said, mm. but I was dying. Mm. I was like, damn, I just wish somebody would just, you know, just just hit my phone. Mm. And I'm a vent. I'm gonna sit there, I'm gonna boo hoo, I'm gonna do all that. But my thing was like, damn, all right, now that I know this and I had that experience, I don't want any of y'all boys going yeah. through that shit. And like the beautiful thing now is like now that I got kids, oh my gosh, these boys don't have a chance. I'm gonna sit there, like I, I'm gonna identify it. Y'all don't gotta talk to me, but just let you know I'm here. Yeah. And then that shit would have changed my world, dog. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and like you can start seeing those things and like your people you love, like it, they don't even have to say shit. They just walk in the room, the energy just started. You know, what I mean? mm -hmm. something going on, and just you just being like, hey, listen, I'm here for you. If you want to talk, um, if you if you have anything on your mind, take your time. But I'm here. Mm -hmm. That shit changes. That changes that whole perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know. Um, but Carlos is a beautiful. I mean, the idea that you're talking about, I I totally understand. Like, mm -hmm. there's there's so many things that in which you know I really had to just all right, cool. Where mm -hmm. I'm at. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, like Cornelia said, and Ralph, said, it's about self. Like, like I learned that shit the hard way. If you don't love yourself, and if you ain't taking care of you, how are you supposed to take 
care of the people around you. Right. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you just need to take that step back. You need to breathe. You need to collect yourself. And then you need to, all right, cool. Let me, let me start reaching out. Let me Facts. let everybody know. I was in a season. I was in the storm. Mm -hmm. I'm getting, I'm still in it, but I'm in a better place yeah. <laughs> where I can at least have question and answer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. So every day, man, you learning to be a better person, a better version of yourself, mm -hmm. you know, a better friend of people. You know, I'm, I'm learning that now, like each day, mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm around, I'm around a lot of y'all a lot. Like we all talk, you mm -hmm. know, every day and Every day I learn something new about y'all boys. Like even tonight, learn something new about y'all boys. Facts. And I, you know, I always take it in, and I'm always grateful, just for the, just to be able to have these kind of conversations or have these type of moments. Because growing up, these mm -hmm. are the things that you wanted. You want you you wanted to have long lasting relationships with your friends where you see the growth and the development in them. It's like we literally all grew up. We in we men now. Yeah. Like, like you yeah. think about what we all started when we all met, you know, we wasn't doing half of the shit we were doing now. Mm. You know, you wasn't really, you know, putting that energy into yourself the way that you needed to. And like to see to see the growth in each and every single one of y'all, it is a it is a beautiful revelation. Like I started this podcast because of conversations I had with y'all. Like this is this is the Y'all were the core value reason mm -hmm. for this. Just because I wanted I wanted to give space to people to have these type of talks that I'm able to have with my brothers. Mm -hmm. You know, the dudes, y'all, y'all who I call on when I'm going through shit. I can hit up Ralph and be like, hey bro, can we, you know, can I come chop it up with you? Bruh, kill his schedule. We kicking in the backyard, just talk shit for hours. Same thing with you, Lowe's. We be at work talking about everything. <laughs> You don't miss a beat. <laughs> and then twin, I hit you up. Twin to pull up on you quick. Don't care what definitely. he got going on. Nah, he <laughs> definitely will pull up. Twin will pull up. Twin will pull up. Twin don't give a fuck where he at. Where, where, where you at? All right. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Here, here, All let right. you know I'm outside. Legit. <laughs> 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 so, you know, those, that, that shit, that, that is a very important for me, man. And... I just hope that that's that's able to be radiated through this live. You know, the people to understand like, yo, if you have friends, make sure you have this type of connection with your peoples because it's needed. You you need though you need those core value friends, the ones that really show you that, hey man, at the end of the day, no matter what you're going through in this world, know you got brothers out here. And if y'all don't know, y'all always got brothers right here. No matter Facts, what. Yeah, boy. we already know that. Facts, Facts my bro. Boy. Facts, my boy. Oh, if y'all... Not trying to throw a fastball, but... Throw this shit. <laughs> Do you think it's bad? Do you think it's bad if... um? No, scratch that, scratch that. I'm not even gonna say oh. this. No, no, nah, nah, because I don't, I don't know how to form that that question. Mm -hmm. If, if, formulated in your head, yeah, bro. If, we can, we can come I'm back to. I'm trying to think of how to say this question. <laughs> Look like you were searching for the PC way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Is there boundaries in brotherhood? Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I expect it to be. What what is what is some boundaries would you would say for yourself? Um shit. Yeah, try to keep it. What you say, PZ? Yeah, PG. yeah. I'm really <laughs> trying to figure out what y'all boys don't know about me. No, uh, it don't have to be. It don't have to be necessarily in the way of like don't have to know anything about you. It's just certain certain lines not to be crossed or like. Oh well, I, I, I feel like you don't put your friends in your relationships. That, that's that's one thing. Like you, you, I'm never gonna. So it's brotherhood. Is a friend or is it a family thing? It's a family thing. Like you don't put your brothers in. You don't put your family in your relationship. Okay. I feel like those that those two things should be always be separate. But. Wh- what if they see something that you don't see? You take it into account. You take you take it into account. You do. You'll hear them. If they bring it to your attention. I got you. You know, I'll take that into account and be like, okay, I hear you. And I'll I'll look for it myself. But, you know, other than that, I'm not going to directly put you. Because I've, nah, yeah, 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 I've done that in the past. I've done that in the past. And I've seen, yeah. seen where it got me. That don't work. It, it, <laughs> it does not. It's, a, it's, it's, it's horrible. Like it doesn't take you down a good place. So going back down the boundaries, let's bring it back then. Mm-hmm. What are boundaries? What boundaries that you wouldn't cross, or like that people wouldn't cross? What boundaries you place? It could be healthy boundaries. For example, turning off your phone that could be a healthy boundary. Oh yeah, my do not disturb you know is real. Like mm-hmm. like that could be a boundary. Or um, don't hit me up when I'm going to the gym. Going fishing or with the kids, your boys, like it's everybody have like people have quality time, family time, um, going out, whoever you going out with, like, um, but what are some boundaries? I, like me personally, I I think everybody can agree, like, like disrespectful tones and mannerisms and shit like that yeah. i think we've been around each other long enough where we know yeah. where we can and can't say do and can't Carlos do don't yeah so i mean uh we've definitely been around each other long enough you know to know yeah. exactly where and where not to go and where and where not to roam so like trying to put a specific bound or a title on the boundary in which um you know uh to call it is kind of difficult because it's like second nature now mm-hmm. we know we can't step certain lines uh you know if i start talking about certain things we gonna like yeah, the whole yeah, energy's yeah. gonna change quick so um and Honestly, to be to be completely real, like I think all that shit is like trial and error. Like you <laughs> never know how far you can go with somebody until you go too far. Yeah, but that's again that goes with the boundary. But is it not? Yeah, yeah, it does. You know but what? how would you how it, would you know that that's your boundary until it? You know what I'm saying? Here's what I'll say real quick. I'm learning my boundaries, like because okay. I realized I didn't have any. Okay, and I think that stemmed from like. Remember I told y'all about voids. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you want like a brother brother like so bad, like in that type of situation, like you want a brotherhood, you long for uh you earn for a brotherhood. Uh yearn, excuse me, not earn. You yearn for a brotherhood. You tend to, to just tolerate anything to sustain that. Oh, okay. Because of that void you're trying to fill. Mm-hmm. Or so like now I'm at a place now where I'm learning to like be more observant. And 
not that I don't observe or not that I don't like see or pick up on certain shit, but I definitely learn. I'm definitely learning to be more observant and to start setting more boundaries with not just like brotherhood, but just more so people in general. You know what I'm saying? I'm being way more like, I'm being way more reserved and being more observant and being like, and not just for myself, but just because it was healthy just in general. You want to build healthy relationships, you have to like, you have to be willing to be, like you said, be transparent and being transparent with myself was being like, I don't have, I don't really have boundaries. Um, So I'm, I'm like placing more boundaries and I'm learning to know, okay, like what, what irritates me? Cause I spent a lot of time ignoring shirt and shit or just not, you know, just kind of just, if if like not wanting to make a big deal about certain shit, but I'm being more like now I'm being more sensitive to myself. Like you talk about self care, I'm I feel like setting my boundaries is like a form of self care. So I'm starting to really focus on like okay, like what are my boundaries? Like what are things I would tolerate? Or things I won't tolerate? What are things yeah, that's that, what I mean by that you know what I'm saying? Like what are things I'm willing to to put aside and just be like okay, this is cool for the sake of brotherhood. And then what's the things we're just like all right, we have to evaluate this. <laughs> you know, we have to evaluate that. I think that's so important um, because you can't just like, it can't, the shit just can't be lawless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's gotta be, it's gotta have some type of structure. It's gotta be structure, bro. It's gotta be structure. A lot of time I feel like I know a lot of people who just literally like to tolerate anything. I was one of them niggas for sure. So I had to really be like, all right, you know, like, and I think a part of being about a brotherhood is calling out a nigga on some shit and it being okay. You know what I'm saying? If we can't talk, if I can't, if I can't, See, but that that's this is the boundary. This is the boundary. You know what I'm saying? See, nah, uh, not y'all, y'all feel it. Y'all feel it. What I'm saying? See, it's a boundary. See, there it is. That's there real. It is. But that's a boundary. See, if I again, but how? So, go ahead. I want to say, but some of those boundaries have to be crossed sometimes. Like that calling your brother out on certain yeah. things. Like, but that's, I don't that's not that's a boundary. That's, that's, that's not you, a boundary. That's, you set that's, that's, yeah. me, that's me setting the tone. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's sometimes you really need to set that tone. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes niggas just don't know. Yeah. No, I and it's all about delivery too. And all that. Of course. If you're not you don't want to go in like guns blazing <laughs> to your brother, right? You don't want to do that. Right no, you feel me? <laughs> run me that King like, Chief. Run them pockets. Like you don't want to do it like that, but how y'all all reacted and clearly it's a boundary yeah, so that's, nah, what I'm telling, me, that's what i'm saying it took me back to the time when you um when you thought me and los was really beefing yeah yeah, see, yeah. okay going back <laughs> i, I just like, really like yo y'all for real like, we, what's up nah, that was just <laughs> us like we, we used to we, right. we we took joking to way too far and that was my boundary <laughs> see what i'm saying so that was it was already crossed so that's why i intervened and i said yo y'all good because this this already happened <laughs> Them words can't yo, fly. Like, <laughs> hey, listen, bro. I, I definitely would say, like, when it comes to roasting sessions and shit, bro, you it's like, it's yo, Carlos does yes, bro. Because don't nobody know you better than your friends. Back so it's up. just like, okay, you want to hit there? Let's go here. Yeah. yeah. Bro. Hey, dog. I'm going to tell y'all a joke. This nigga told me. <laughs> nah, bro. We not going to put this on the street, bro. No way. We not doing this. Got it. No, no, cut that. We'll say that after. is the most. Hey, dog, man. If anybody knows this man, you know this man can joke for days. Right. He's been ruthless since high school. Humble boy. yourself. <laughs> Humble Bro, yourself. Bro, it be ruthless records in the restaurant after we close. Bro, ever since Mr. B's club. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Reckless. Back in the science wing, bro, Carlos was <laughs> deadly. Not even in his prime yet. Not even in his prime. He's seen the start of it, bro. Cause yes, I can't. Bro. I got tired of people like, 
I felt like I was always like the quiet the, kid. Yeah, the butter. Everybody joke like, oh, we finna get off on on this nigga today. Bro, one day he came oh. with violence. <laughs> Listen, bro, he came in the guns blazing. He wow. said one joke. Yeah, that was it. Like, one. I, I can't even exaggerate that shit enough. Like they would come in here, like it'd be the whole classroom cooking Carlos, cooking him. He say one joke, and then that was it. Bro, the whole, the whole energy shift. The, the whole energy one shift. joke. Now uh, you waiting for him to tell jokes now. Like, <laughs> that shit was crazy. Like, I was like, no good way. Times. One joke, bro. One joke. Changed the whole vibe. Yeah, man. Changed the whole good vibe. Good times, bro. Message, but yeah, when y'all used to... um, Some group message, though. That was 2K. That was all 2K based, though. But yeah, when y'all used to go at it... Yeah, that was, was all like, 2K nah, based, man. See? That man used to whoop my ass horribly in 2K. Beating you by fifty, beating you by fifty. <laughs> so hold on. So so back back to back to back to the boundaries. I think that's a really I think that's a really good question. Like I'm glad you asked it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of, like we said before, I know a lot of people who don't have these conversations because they they value like it's almost like you talked about back to the point about the healthiness of a relationship as opposed to just the relationship. Yeah. It can't just be a two parent household, it's be a healthy two parent household. So it just can't be a brother, it's gotta be a healthy brother. And some people value the just something being in the in that place. The inclusion of the, it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like like sometimes for certain situations, no friends is better than friends at all. Mm-hmm. Like a toxic friendship is not better than being alone and healthy, you know? Right. And if you're not willing to grow mm-hmm. and, and and challenge each other and and kind of call each other out on a on a bullshit, then you're selling yourself short and you you're not you're, you're not, not respecting yourself you're not respecting yourself because you can't bro. even tell them how you expect them to come back and tell you exactly so it's like once you kind of see that dynamic with somebody you kind of already know how to gauge it this is going back to the boundary mm-hmm. sometimes in my defense being too blunt mm-hmm. kicks me in the butt sometimes sometimes i have to learn the hard way like hey but at the end of the day like i'd rather tell you the truth mm-hmm. on how i really feel about something mm-hmm than to just hold back and suppress it because I'm not doing myself no justice and mm-hmm. I'm definitely not giving you no justice. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just speak exactly how I feel. Sometimes I do try to be mindful of delivery, mm-hmm. but sometimes I just be very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm mad at y'all or anything like that when I'm saying certain nah, things. That's just, what anybody, this is what anybody though. Like, right. cause people are like, oh Ralph, you yelling? No, I'm, I'm just expressing like really, <laughs> it's not, I don't have no real emotion. To like whatever you do with your life, you do with your life. Mm-hmm. But if you if you volunteer to be in my life, it's a certain standard. Yeah, and I have to hold you to that because I got to hold myself to yeah. that. Yeah. So these are like the boundaries of what I'm saying, and like, that's fair. No, I have to. That's fair. I have to hold myself accountable. That is fair, bro. So it's like, so in these situations, when I when you say brotherhood, I feel like that's locked in for life. Mm-hmm. So when people say these like these type of oh we we friends, I have acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Most of my friends I call family anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like. It's a huge dynamic of how people use their words compared to how I use it. Facts. And um, words. Nah, you bro. Words everybody had their own terminology and mm-hmm. things. So at the end of the day, it's like, even my certain family members, bro, I've, you learn from your family first before you learn out here on the streets. Like, to keep it 100, like, you learn everything that you go through through family first when you go out and actually create a family unconsciously. Mm-hmm. Well, subconsciously. Because at the end of the day, you earn it for something that you really want and it starts to come to you. But once you start getting these things and you start to notice more about yourself, sometimes that surrounding is no longer yours anymore. You outgrew it. Mm-hmm. So this is another boundary that you have to set for yourself again. Like It's like, okay, I'm here now. 
let me see how many people can go up there with me. Mm. Not in the sense of, yo, I'm down here, what y'all doing? Right. That's a weird, that's a weird ass mentality to me. Yeah. But if I have my hand out to you, you gotta want better. You have to reach out. I'm not gonna go down in that motherfucker with y'all. <laughs> but I would reach my hand down there. I would reach. I reach down it's there like, for you. The work. But yeah. I already went down there already. Yeah. I already know it's down there. So let me help you up. But mm -hmm. most people don't have that mindset. And that's like, again, that's why when people say brotherhood, I look at it completely different. Because if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Mm -hmm. That's a life thing. And, um, but yeah, it, I feel like boundaries. It's key now. Looking back Can't now, looking to it like, but I agree to what you're saying. Like when you be around, you're around you for so long, you get to kind of know everybody demeanor, mannerisms, and stuff like that. I come off. I didn't know y'all to used to joke like that. Mm -hmm. So when y'all used to joke like that, at first I'm like, nah, this this is getting disrespectful. Like let me <laughs> let me ask real quick. But once I started to learn, I'm like, all right, y'all do y'all shit. Mm. I'ma just watch, but but we did tone it down though. Y'all did, we, we did lot. tone it down. Not I last think. night in that in that DBZ though, where y'all was going. <laughs> no, when I <laughs> Man, that shit be going wow. <laughs> nah, that nigga always come in there with the fuckery duckery dog. Right. Carlos had smoke. Oh, oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's that's okay, dog. He but, yeah. with the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, going back, that's how I look at boundaries now. Okay, yeah, I mean. Cause I feel like at this point I know y'all boys very well. Like, y'all know me, cause Carlos be quick to call me out on some shit, and he'd be like, "Yeah, bro, you you know you just like this," and I'd be hating to hear it sometimes, cause Carlos Carlos Wait, Carlos oh. gives you that that father oh. talk. Oh my god, <laughs> Carlos oh my. gives you the father talk when he talks to you, and it's and, and it's not his fault, cause he <laughs> it's not. I'm, I'm gonna literally say this, dog, and don't get mad. You you're literally just like your dad, and I and I see it so clearly, and I get it. It's just you're just you're just you're just another version of him mm -hmm. in your own right, and the way that you project yourself onto people and how you speak to them, I can see his influence in you. Of course. So um, when you talk to me, I get it. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's it's not coming from a oh I'm talking down on you, but you know you you exude your father's presence at mm -hmm. times when you speak to people, mm -hmm. and I see it. Same thing with you, Ralph. Like Ralph, you. When you get on me about, you know, pushing the podcast for forward, like, cause for months I sat on it, mm. and you you just be like, yeah. bro, what you gonna do? Yeah, like Renee, you got all these ideas, dog. You you, you got all this stuff, man. You you one of the most talented niggas I know. Like, what what you gonna do, dog? Yes, sir. And finally, I like I just call. I ended up calling you. I was like, hey, yeah, bro, I booked me a session. You know, I'm, that was crazy. Too, <laughs> he's like. That. He was like, nigga, we just talked about this. I didn't think he was going to do hey, nah. nah, bro, I just took a leak of faith. Moved on. And that's, like, what I take from y'all, you, Cornelius, you got boldness. Cornelius, you got ambition like no other, bro. This man been, like, a working guy since I've known him, bro. Hard work always came from you. Yeah, bro. Carlos, it was more of his patience to things, his approach to things, like <laughs> meticulous than a mug. But it's the creativity that come with it. It's like creativity and patience at the same mm -hmm. time. But like it was things where I would learn with Carlos, like because his roommates. It was things that would get me hot, hot, bro. <laughs> at that time, I was hot headed. <laughs> but it was things that would happen in certain situations where. um 
somebody can rub him the wrong way. And I would think to myself, man, cut that man off. And he'd be like, nah, Ralph, you got to go about it this way. And I'm looking at him, man, you stupid as fuck. <laughs> but like, but sitting there like, no, but that was just me being hot-headed. But in the process of really seeing him like being open to like how he was explaining certain things, like, yo, it's, it's very important to give people chances because not everybody going to get it right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like in that situation of like living with him and seeing like he don't react right away, he will like see it first and map it out and then actually go for it. It kind of like all right, he look he feel like he got he he um he have a mentality like bro, it's like a mastermind type of shit up in the bro. I peep, I peep, I peep. He claimed that shit like a couple of days. No, bro, we were sitting. Oh, he did. See, bro, he do, bro. I'm telling you, bro, that shit. Cornelius, did I not have this conversation with you when I told you that? I think Carlos is an uh, evil genius, though. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, he bro. Was he's bro. Carlos is literally one of the smartest man, niggas I know, on, but dog, his evil get-back genius, game is though. different. <laughs> but it, uh, all of this don't be coming from a, a place of evil. Or I like, didn't say, I wouldn't say evil, no. but it's just like how he he sit there and play with thoughts. Until I map until he out ma- Yeah, and then plan. once he had the, the blueprint, it's just, just that because, bro, it just It's going full. <laughs> That's just like DBZ. Yeah. Like, dog, I beat this nigga ass for a year straight. Dog, this man has turned around in literally a couple of months and just like, I'm going to take this serious Very now. Different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I take those those three things that I would say from you guys yeah. that I see all the time from y'all. Hey, man. I, I and, take uh, your... your uh, Bro, you're a natural born leader. Yeah. Like, I, no, seriously, Ralph. I'm, I'm not even going. You, you know how to, you know how to bring people together. As much as you say you, you like to be in your solitude. I do. You, <laughs> but you, you know how to bring us all together, bro. Yeah. You, you know how to cultivate that, that love in the room, whether you believe it or not. Um, twin. Your drive. I'm telling you, bro. Your dri- your drive, he different, bro. bro. He's he different. different. <laughs> He's different. Listen, I'm I'm just figuring it out. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Your drive, that drive is different, different bro. And yeah. lows, I can see. It's it it, it is your patience, bro. <laughs> because I know I'm annoying as fuck. <laughs> I know. I, I literally I call you kid brother, mm. and I literally I'm I'm the most childish nigga I know. <laughs> well, you I, call him what? Kid brother. He used to call, no me, he used to call me kid brother. I used to hate that shit. I'd be like, well, I'm not your kid. I'm your I'm your I'm your elder, bro. He's like. Kid brother, every time, dog, he's be like, "What's going on, kid brother?" I'm like, what the? What? That's a very dog. unique name, yeah, bro. That's hilarious. It's like um, <laughs> Uncle Grandpa type of shit. Like, never heard that before, kid brother. <laughs> That's a wild. Literally, he's called this nigga kid brother all the time. But it's just like your patience, man. Your, your level of understanding. Yeah. Your, your willingness to help people. Yeah. Cause not, yeah, but sometimes I, pull that plug, Carlos. <laughs> pull that plug, boy. I'm trying to help you, but pull that plug. Nah, I literally seen this man. Like we went to the gas station one time, and Carlos like we was in a rush to get somewhere, and Carlos ass decided he wanted to stand there and have a 15 minute conversation with this homeless dude. Wait, what? Remember we was at Wawa. <laughs> bro, I don't remember that, bro. <laughs> 
This man had a 15 minute conversation with a homeless dude. I do remember that. <laughs> I remember it right now. His patience with people. The man was just talking to Carlos. But sometimes I be feeling sometimes, keep it real, Carlos. You don't want to be hearing people shit. You just At want them to move. See, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, I live with him, bro. I live with him, bro. I know, I know, bro. I hey, know, listen, bro. Listen to I me. I know, bro. I'm 99% of the time, bro. And that's that's the thing, bro. And I be telling, that's why I be telling people, like, I be like, don't, like, don't be so quick, don't be so quick to judge the action because sometimes my heart really don't be in it (laughs) but it's i understand the importance of it like sometimes like if like i i wouldn't talk to that nigga for 15 minutes (laughs) (laughs) but i I could tell he wanted he needed someone to talk to exactly so i was able to put my own like selfishness yeah like something and just kind of just doing it like like, cause like my sister said all the time, Carlos is the most friendly anti-social person I've ever met. Lies. At like at like when it was at B Church, bro. Like I leave church, I don't want to talk to nobody, but I will literally sometimes talk to everybody. Eventually, I started setting boundaries and just yeah. wouldn't talk to nobody. But yeah, I want to make this about like, me. You can't go out and not talk to people now. Like that's kind of that's, that's. I mean, but you understand, this is Carlos. The, you, don't you, not, about, you don't bro, understand, bro. I know this, but I'm saying show like up the church, literally, bro. He'll come in. <laughs> hey, what is looking like in the? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, because I'll be sitting in the lobby chilling. This man walking up. Hey, man, what is looking like? Every- All right, bro. I'm finna go sit in the chapel. <laughs> Text me when we about to, when it's about time to leave. <laughs> it's just funny like that. And then he'll walk around to the front. He'll be like, "Yo, where my sister? At? All right, I'm gonna let you, bro. Then <laughs> he go. Yeah, he. I would definitely say, yeah. I always got that vibe. Like, he listen. But he don't care, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he don't care. Not all the time. Not saying all the time. He, he, he there when it counts. But 90% of the time, when people just talking to him, I know he looking at him like, why are you saying? Why are you talking to me? <laughs> talking to me. Back up. You no, don't know. I've been, yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been peeped That's up. funny. I've been peeped up. That's funny. But, um, man, just again, I just want to say, man, I appreciate y'all for the night. Yeah. This was um a conversation well overdue mm-hmm. that needed to happen, mm-hmm. all four of us in the room. It is very hard to get all of us in the room because, boy, we, Life. between between the jobs I work, yeah. <laughs> jobs you work, Carlos, you always at work. <laughs> Twin, <laughs> you be out here with the kids, father of the year. I, know. I ain't know, I ain't all that. <laughs> what up? Man? Definitely. Hey, listen. Hey, man. Give your if you, a, if you, you a father to your child, you a father, a father of the year right. for that child. Facts. So that makes you a father Facts. of the year, bro. I, I appreciate Facts. that. I appreciate that Facts. perspective. Yeah, man. So I, I thank y'all, boys. Man, um, once again, like I said, I thank y'all for the brotherhood. For sure. And then I thank y'all for the transparency in it. Always. And being able to grow with y'all, boys. Like I said, we we ten plus in in this thing right now, just vibing, and I appreciate that because there's a lot of people I don't fuck with. <laughs> like, and I, I don't be caring to, to do it, but I appreciate y'all for this, man, and actually pushing me to do this. So yeah, I must man. give y'all y'all flowers for this because y'all boys are the reason for me being on this podcast, making this shit happen, for building sure. this platform to turn around and give back to others. To show them like, hey man, at the end of the day, you have a voice that needs to be heard. Never right. feel like there's anything that's too big or too small that you want to do. You know, just a little faith in yourself and the right people around you. You'll get to where you need to be. And that's real. And I've learned that through my brothers. 
because they same way I celebrate their wins, they celebrate mine. Facts. And that's real. So, um, again, I thank y'all for coming, tuning in to this Teddy Talks podcast show. This is another beautiful episode, man. I thank you for my brother. Shout out to Penthouse Studios. <laughs> don't, he did it again. He's trying so hard not to laugh. I was trying to laugh at the beginning, bro. Shout out to Chan. Shout out to Chan. Hey, hey, man, what y'all trying to eat after this? Follow me at my underscore double underscore perspective underscore. This man put smoke in the screen again. Good job, Chan. Yeah, man, we want all the smoke in the room. Hey, follow at Loso Go Loco, man. All right. I just want to give a quick, quick, some quick shout outs. I want to give first shout out to God. I mean, Facts. without him, none of this would have been possible. I Facts. would have never met met these uh these boys here, and my life wouldn't have been the same. Um, I want to give a shout out to James and Pat. Um, I want to give a shout out to mom and dad. I want to give a shout out to uh, Corey, Chaz, and Jay. And most importantly, I want to give a shout out to my wife and my kids. I I do everything for y'all, and I love y'all so much. I appreciate y'all boys. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Again. Hey, man. Shout out to Loso Go Loco. Um, shout out to Bellywell. Shout out to My Perspective. Yes, sir. Hey, man. The song Saint. Ain't for the week. Hold on. We got to hey, add yo. that in there, too. Hey, now yeah, we on. got a whole other podcast coming. <laughs> Hold, uh, Ain't for the week. There, there's, uh, there's, there's been some, um, some, some legal issues with that right now. Yeah. But believe me, as soon as I get that handled, we're going to take off. I got you. We're going to take off. Say but I appreciate y'all boys. Ain't for the week. Please, please look out for that. Um, but we ain't gonna take man, take away from Tasty Talk, baby. Hey man, um, we dropping. I'm dropping a mixtape this summer called Shirt Off Summers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really dropping that this summer. Um, working on my first single right now. I really am. No, I'm dead serious. I really got to. Nah, I believe. I yeah, believe. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm really into yeah. it. It's called Rounds. It's coming. <laughs> Featuring my boy Eastside Bobby. We in this time. Yeah, <laughs> sir. Issa, Bobby. Shout out to my boy. Oh, man, my boy, Jared, man. We really finna make some things happen. So um, thank you again for tuning in to Teddy Talks, the podcast. You know, peace, love, and chicken grease, people. Right.